My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello, and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today we are talking about how the world can be your canvas to create whatever it is your, intu your intuition is leading you to create. I'm talking with Kazum today. She's a mindset and manifestation coach, and she's also a lifestyle and travel blogger, and she's got a really cool story about going from the corporate world and Wall Street and the whole financial thing to following her calling to traveling the world and inspiring others and now helping others manifest the life that they want. I think it's a, a beautiful um, example of how, you know, I'm imagining, I haven't really asked her the question yet, but when she's back in her day job dreaming of what she really wants to do, and I can imagine the steps to taking that, uh, taking that journey have been a great adventure. So um, I'm excited to talk to her today, and I think you'll find a lot of inspiration. So welcome, Kazum. How are you? Thank you so much, Molly. Uh, such a pleasure to be here. I'm doing very well. Thank you. And uh, yeah, you pretty much uh, summed up my life in a sentence or two. So <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. I'm glad I got it right. <laughs> yeah. Well, why don't you share what you do um, as a mindset manifestation coach first, and then we're going to dig into some other stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So as a mindset and manifestation coach, uh, this a lot of what I do right now is coming from my own space of personal experience and also watching the world around me, I, I tend to think of myself as somebody who is a great observer and I can, you know, um, pinpoint at patterns and I'm really good at picking up patterns. So it was the same way that I got on the path that I am on today is by looking at patterns, my own life and patterns of others and what works, what doesn't work, where am I, you know, falling behind, uh, what are my drawbacks, what are my strengths, you know, basically being that keen observer is what led me, led me on this path. So drawing from my own experience, I love to help people understand that they have all the power in the world to create whatever it is that they want to create, right? It's the negative uh, self-talk, it's, it's the negative uh, limiting beliefs, it's the uh, negative, uh, you know, patterns that we all fall uh, into, where we stop ourselves from creating what we want, because we are led to believe, or we lead ourselves to believe sometimes, you know, for better or worse, that I cannot do this, I cannot be this, this cannot be my future, oh, how is that even possible, right? So if you told me three years ago that I'd be a coach, <laughs> three years down the line, I would have called that person crazy because I didn't know, truth be told, I didn't know what a coach is and why I would ever need a coach in my life. Now I, I am one of the biggest advocates for having coaches for how we want to move forward in our life, right? So yeah, so I would say that helping people understand the power they hold within themselves to create whatever it is that they want to, as long as they're willing to let go of their limiting beliefs, right? So I help people work through those limiting beliefs, those self-sabotage patterns. And so many times they don't even realize that they are actually in their own way, right? 
Mm-hmm. You're able to yes. recognize that if you're able to peel back those layers and go deep within, you understand where your strengths are, what your strengths are, how you can use those strengths to, you know, we all have weaknesses, but it's about how you you utilize your strengths to move forward, take that one step after another, after another. So that's that's kind of what I help my clients do. And I do all of that through the lens of manifestation, because when I truly understood the power of manifestation, I realized, oh, this is what I've been doing my life. I didn't know that was called yeah. manifestation. I didn't know the terminology. I didn't know the principles. I didn't know the basis anything but when I introspected upon my own life I realized that so much of what I've been able to do in my life or be in my life has been a result of my belief beyond any logic my belief beyond anything that I was exposed to in my own surroundings or in my own environment and uh, it just uh, further solidified the aspect of what manifestation is and how it can help somebody to you know, create their dream life. And that's the path I've been on right now. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And and it's so interesting um, when we become aware of that. And I think that manifestation path is this path of awareness that uh, we're manifesting all the time. If we learn the pieces of ourselves that are playing the game and we learn to do it more consciously it's it really is something that anyone can do so yeah. uh very cool that you're you're stepping into that space and and it's also really cool because you you did manifest so many awesome things in your own life before you started doing that for others so can you share about you know being a lifestyle and travel blogger what yeah. that's like what that was like pre-coaching and even you know maybe even tell a little bit about how you stepped into that from your corporate job yeah, maybe I will rewind a little bit more there um, because uh, that will paint the whole picture. Like you were saying, you know, the world is your oyster. So my story began, I would say, the second part of my story began 15 years ago. It'll be 15 years uh, this August that I moved to the U.S. To I came here to do my master's. I, I went about the typical route of come here, do your master's. And then I got a corporate job uh, in New York City. I was working there for a while and uh, when I was doing my master's last last year of my master's is when I also found my husband and uh, we are both, interestingly enough, we both speak the same language. We're from the fo- uh, same hometown uh, back in uh, India, but we met oh, here. I love that. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we met here and uh, he was already in New York City. He was working there. So I was in Boston at that time doing my master's. So once I graduated, I moved to New York City as well and I was working there. And we both love to travel. That's how the whole idea of, hey, I should probably start writing about our travels because friends and, you know, other people would ask us for recommendations. And we would, I would do like such extensive research before traveling to any place. So I I had like such wealth of knowledge about how can you travel on a budget? How can you, you know, pack so many different uh, places? Um, Because I was in the corporate world, I would get limited number of days off. So I had to make the most of that. So how can you maximize your time off and go visit all of these places, right? So the idea started then in my, my mind that I should start writing about this, right? And it was around the same time where I was trying to find myself like, you know, uh, thinking about or even practicing a lot of like, I also come from a land of from the land of yoga. So I've always been fascinated with all the mindfulness practices and yoga and all of that. I have done that before. But around that time when I was when I started working, when I got married is around the same time that I was leaning more into like the healthier lifestyle, you know, 
being more conscious of what I was putting in my body, what I was consuming, etc. So it's like, oh, it's not just travel that I want to write about, but I want to write about all of these other things. But I never did anything about any of those ideas, right? It was all just here. I'm like, oh, I'm busy. I have this corporate job. I don't have the time to do anything else in between all of this. And I strongly believe this. If you have a deep desire in your heart, the universe will, will kick you <laughs> from the uh-huh. back and say that you better take action on that or it's I knocking on the door. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so a few years went by and my husband got a job in Washington State. Um, so we were like, oh, I, I was going to move with him, obviously. And uh, it so happened that I was going to move with my job. I was not going to change jobs. I was just going to move with my job. But last minute that fell through. So I had two options, either to just stay back in New York and find something else and then move or say, I'm going to quit and just move and find something else here. Right. And for me, I, because we were like, you know, we were, I think five years at that point married or something. I was like, it's a new journey, right? For me, I see everything as a process and a journey for me and I want to experience that together like this is a big change for us we're moving from the east coast to the west coast so I want to move together so I I made the bold choice that and he was supportive I'm going to quit my job I'll I'll move there I'll figure out what I want to do by this time my ideas in my head were getting stronger and stronger and stronger and I was like you know what maybe I should give that blogging a shot finally (laughs) right Mm mm-hmm and I, I told myself, I'm going to give myself a year because it's one thing to think about something, but it's a whole different story when you start doing that and how it feels for you, right? Yes. If it's longer <laughs> fun for me, if it feels like this is just something that I want to pursue as a hobby, not like a full-time career, then I'm going to go back to the corporate world and find a job, right? This was back in 2016. No looking back. I've been on this path. <laughs> I don't think I can ever go back to the corporate world, right? Yeah. Yeah, same. Same here. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I started blogging 2016, and fast forward, I I loved it. Right. I I I knew nothing about blogging. I knew nothing about working with brands or partnerships or none of that. I figured all of that on the go, and I became extremely passionate about identifying. How do you do? Like I was saying. I'm very, I'm a very keen observer and I notice patterns. So I started observing or learning from people that have been already doing that. And like, oh, how are they doing this? How are they doing that? What do I need to do? Does this make sense for me? They're doing it great, but does that make sense for me, right? Mm -hmm. So I have evolved even in that space quite a bit in the last several years. But end of 2019, um, December, uh, both my husband and I, we always look back and reflect upon what the year has been like and, you know, what was great what was not so great etc this was even before I became a coach so end of 2019 when we were doing a reflection I was like you know I'm enjoying this but I feel like there's more to it this is not it for me this doesn't feel like you know it feels too comfortable if you know what I mean right so I don't think this is it for me so 2020 is going to be the year when I figure out what else there is for me I just said that intention. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> foreboding, isn't it? <laughs> this is 2019, end of December 2019, right? So I said, I'm going to figure out what's next for me 2020. 
And uh, lo and behold, you know what happened. We all know what happened in 2020. No traveling in 2020. <laughs> no way. <laughs> right? That, that too. Along with that, so I don't know if you know Jay Shetty. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know him personally, yes. but I do know him. <laughs> <laughs> so I belong to his clan, if I uh, may so claim myself. Is in 2020, March, he launched his uh, coaching certification school. And I, I joined. I knew nothing about coaching, right? Because he was doing it. And because I was already following him, I really loved what he was all about, etc. I was like, you know what? I want to give this a try. I have no clue what a coach is, what they do, why I would need a coach. But for me, I'm all about jumping straight in and then figuring it out, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, uh, this feels right for me, right? I'm going to jump right in and figure out what's the worst that's going to happen. There's nothing. If I don't do this, I'm going to regret it. And one of the things that I never want to do is regretting later, some years down the line saying that, what if, right? Yep. Yeah, very that's important. that's something that I never want to do. So I always like take chances. I'm like, even if I know nothing, what's the worst that can happen? That's the question that I ask myself. I don't think there's anything that can happen that can be known by enrolling in a program. So once I started the program is when I actually realized the power of coaching. And that's when I also realized that this is what I've been doing in my life, all my life. I've been coaching myself without any structure, without any framework. And that's how I even got to came to this country, right? It, it, my parents thought I was crazy when I first suggested to them that I want to go to the US and do my master's. They're like, we, we don't, we, I come from a very humble upbringing and we didn't have the means to come here or none of that, right? But I believe that there was more for me right? And that belief that there's more for me, this is not it, there's more for me, we'll figure out a way has always led me down this path. So yeah, I was one of the first ones to graduate from Jay Shetty's uh, school and I've been coaching since and um, yeah, uh, no looking back. No looking back. Well, I <laughs> yeah. love it. Such an organic path. And it sounds like you just started to say yes after for a little while saying, eh, I'm going to be practical. I'm going to be practical. Stay in my job. I don't have yeah. time. And yeah. then all of a sudden, yeah, all right, I'm going to start that. Oh, that lights me up, but not, that's not it. Let me find the next light. Let me find the breadcrumb. And it, it's just, that's how the intuitive calling is. It's just, you know, just saying yes to the next thing. And if it feels like a no to make sure you're making decisions to, you know, take another turn to uh, something that is a yes. So it sounds yeah. like you've been doing that. And and all of this has led you um, to a perfect match for, for a partner. It sounds like you have a lovely family and also a recent intuitive move to, to California from Washington. Yeah. So can you share how in your personal life, following your intuition has been an yeah. asset and <laughs> something that you would never, never give up in a hundred years? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. This, I think this was the first time that I realized the power of it. I mean, I have been intuitive from like, I think when I was a little girl, right? But you don't really understand. You don't have the words to say that this is intuition, this is logic, this is whatever, right? So following my intuition, I've done so many things in my life that people would never even imagine. And that's why I say I've carved my own path, right? Every, every time something would go wrong, I would figure out a way that was not normal or that was not known. But the one of the biggest instances where intuition guided me and I had no reason to follow through on this, right? Was where, uh, right before I met my husband, um, my boyfriend, 
ex-boyfriend, right? Uh, the relationship I was in back then, he was everything that I ever wanted, right? I've had relationships before that didn't work out because they were not the kind of guys that I wanted to be with. But this guy, 10 on 10, everything, right? He was amazing. We were good together. Everything was perfect. But something kept telling me that this doesn't feel right for me, right? And uh, I'm here all by myself in this country. This is when I was here. And he also came following me after I came to the uh, to US. He also came because he never wanted to do his master's until he met me. And then he wanted to because I was moving here. So in a year down the line, he moved here. So I had so much guilt saying that, hey, you know what? This doesn't feel right. He didn't feel that way. But for me, I had to make that decision for both of us and say that I don't feel like this is right. I want to break up with you. And we'll go our separate ways and figure out what's next, right? And I kept constantly, when I when I had the first instinct to make this call, I was like, what is wrong with me, right? What is wrong with me that I don't want love the way I want in my life? Do I want to be miserable? Is that why I'm trying to push this away? What is going on? Why would I say no to such a perfect person? right? Who loves me so much, who cares for me, who's kind, compassionate, everything, right? It's an amazing person. Uh, here I'm saying that I want to walk away from this relationship. So do I just want to be sad and upset and always complaining that I can't find the right person? When I've found the right person, I want to walk away from him. What is going on, right? But I don't know, something, like I said, that intuitive flow was really strong. And I made the, I made the decision. I'm like, it is what it is. If that's what I need to face in my life, and if that's what my life is going to be, that I won't find the love of my life the way I want it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And I made the call. And it let me, I can't even explain in words the guilt that I felt, right? Because I was putting this poor guy through that, that emotional torture or whatever. And I don't have a reason for it. Mm, that's the hardest part following the intuition explaining right. it to others it really is well it's not the hardest but it can be yeah. I'm like, it's not you it's me it's not <laughs> well I, I had a similar a few similar experiences not not to where we were that close but at at some point my intuition said you've got to just say admit it doesn't feel right it's just yeah. that's the answer it doesn't feel yeah. right and if it doesn't feel right you're sort yeah. of forcing yourself to fake it and do you want to be with someone who's faking it not really nobody yeah. wants that exactly so and yeah i called it off we broke up and uh, i went about my, my i still had a, a year left in my grad school or something like that and in the meantime i also traveled back home to India and during one of the holidays. And uh, by this time, my parents had started talking about like my wedding because, you know, there's a certain age by which you get married, etc. And I made it very clear to my parents that in India, I don't know how much you're aware of like our culture is there's a lot of arranged marriages where mm-hmm. your parents look for, you know, a companion for you, etc. And my I come from a very orthodox traditional family. So they didn't know about any of my relationships or <laughs> that I have a boyfriend here who was moving because of whatever reasons, right? And that was a hard thing for me to keep everything hush-hush and secret from them. And I couldn't share what I was going through with anybody out of the fear that my parents will find out and then that's going to lead to a whole other, you know, mm-hmm. um, emotional torture and baggage mm-hmm. and whatnot. <laughs> so, 
anyway so i somehow managed to convince my parents that i'm going to do this my way i'm going to create my profile online matching money site you guys are not going to look for a, a, a companion for me i'm going to do it my own way and that too after everything that i'd been through in terms of relationships right you still need to have the courage and confidence to say that i will still do this on my own i have walked away from the perfect relationship but i want to do this on my own right so it was crazy to think but um, um they somehow uh were convinced they let me do what i wanted to do i created a profile and then when i was actually visiting home thanks to google gmail right and this is how it happened it, it seems like a scene out of a movie sometimes i would usually delete all the emails even without looking when it came from this matrimony site because what i wanted and what the matches that this was sending to me was like absolute garbage i'm like how <laughs> does this even make any sense right <laughs> one fine day i think i was bored i was sitting at home even though i was traveling i had no plans that day i was sitting in front of my computer i was like okay let me just go through the emails this was the email that i opened where my husband's profile was sent to my gmail right i've deleted all the emails until then but this email i opened and then i reach out to him and then uh, he's like yeah come when you come back to the us we we can talk and what not and the first conversation we had we spoke for 7 hours oh that's um lovely. and that was it right so this was on the phone he was in new york i was in boston and we decided to meet like a week after we spoke for the first time because we felt like there was instant connection there was not like uh, we had to we had a difficulty in having a conversation or anything the conversation just flowed like 7 hours in the middle of the night we were talking like for the first time <laughs> you know it's good when it's that yeah, that long I, yes for oh. sure yes <laughs> <laughs> and we met the following week he came down to boston he came up to boston and we met for the first time and um i think i decided right away for me that's how, if you know you know right for yes, me yes ma'am i am not <laughs> i'm not going to be one who will say that hey i'm a girl i should not tell you first you need to make the first move i am not from that uh, school of thought i told him after like we spent the entire day together i told him at the end of the day i think Uh it's a yes for me you can take your time do whatever you need to do right you're like we would you like to plan the wedding now <laughs> we can meet as many times we can talk on the phone as many times you can take your time but it's a yes for me or something like that i think i i told him at the end of the like the first day that we met for the first time i think for him it was a shocker he's like oh wow this girl we just met and she's like you know he still comes from that analytical logical mindset right mm-hmm. and uh, Yeah so he's he's the one that I've always had dreams about like growing up you think about you know how yes. you want love life to be how you want your partner to be how you want your husband to be and um I feel like he's more than what I'd ever wanted in my partner because I didn't understand back then I didn't have the knowledge either or the wisdom to say that when you get on this path you both need to evolve together and grow together or even if you were a perfect match at one point of time you will drift apart right mm-hmm. because exactly. the path that i've been on he's still in the corporate world he is a program manager techie and all of that right but i'm on a completely different path to be able to understand my path to be supportive and to also evolve and grow like every year again we have we take a stock of where we are in our life and i didn't realize and that was never on my agenda of like hey this is what i want in a partner because i didn't know the importance of that but now i realize that that was like if 
he was not open and willing to being on this uh, path of growth or personal development. We couldn't be happy and together like this after all of these years. We've been together 13 years now. So, yeah. That's beautiful. And, and it's, it's a really great example of, of that accidental manifestation that we were talking about. You know, I had the same experience with my husband. It was like, I just, I had, I knew how it would feel and I knew how he would feel. And, you know, you could put all your kind of uh, details together. Well, he's this yeah. tall and he's got this color hair and that color. And like, I know some basic things I can see in my vision, but basically I'm going to know him when I feel him. And so when I got into negative relationships, as I got older, just, you know, trying the dating thing four months, it would be like, I know in four months, you're not the one <laughs> that's just not, this is not how it should feel. And yeah. the first time I saw my husband's picture, it was like, Oh, it was just the picture <laughs> and then meeting and then this. So, so ladies out there, <laughs> if you're struggling <laughs> with dating, get it, you know, do that manifestation work of imagining what it's going to feel like. I always say like five years into the relationship, it's a Tuesday night, you're sitting at home at dinner. How does it feel then? not just on the first date. And then you, you can be looking for that sense of comfort and love and, you know, from the very beginning. So very cool story. Thanks for sharing it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So I always say that he was my biggest unconscious manifestation and our baby girl has been my biggest conscious manifestation. So <laughs> oh, lovely. That's wonderful. What's her name? Uh, Adira. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it, it means the moon. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Very cool. <laughs> Well, so with with everything that's going well for you and how you're helping other people live their best lives, and, yeah. and it sounds like that's been your calling all along. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna go towards my joy, my best life, and then that was the not enoughness. And I I, I think a lot of coaches really feel that way. That now that we're we've got it, okay, we got it. What are we gonna do now? Okay, we're gonna help other people get it, and that feels really good. So we get to share the love. Um, so currently, you said your your challenge in 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 your life now is kind of breaking through a current set point or a plateau. Can you explain a little bit more about that and how that's affected you recently? Yeah, absolutely. So again, I I might have to rewind back to a year and a half. Uh, that's when around the time that I was pregnant with my daughter. So she's she's my second. I have a son. He just turned six. So with her. First of all, it was like we were going back and forth so much, my husband and I, if we even wanted to have like a second kid, because we were quite happy with our son. And, you know, we were like, yeah, I think, you know, we'll give him all our love and time and effort and energy. And I think we're pretty set. But um, I had to go through my own breakthroughs. I had to cross certain I would say uh, obstacles of my own to get to a state where I, where I felt like, I need to, I want to have that baby girl, right? So, and I feel like um, she wouldn't come into my life until I cross that bridge myself. And I strongly believe this, your kids will only come into your life when you're actually at that point when you're ready for them, right? Yes, and we are the unless... teachers. <laughs> we teach our parents as they teach us, but yeah, yeah kids especially. Exactly. Any yeah. relationship you have to a child, it's like, okay, listen carefully. What's going on there? That's going to teach you a lot about yourself. Yeah. So I feel like she's quite an old soul. And for me to even conceive her, I had to have certain, I, I say, um, I, I should have had to have done that inner work of me getting past those hurdles of my own. And she wouldn't come into my life until then. So that's how she came into my life. And her pregnancy was 
truly interesting for me that I got to learn so many different lessons just by her being in my womb and taking up that space. I'm like, you little one, you, I know you are here just to teach me the biggest lessons in my life. So I feel like uh, she is my spiritual teacher and my son is like my physical teacher. So they're both my teachers uh, here to teach me different things. And um, with her, even though she was the second one, by this time I had done enough inner work where I felt like I wanted to have a home birth. And I had a midwife. I was not going to go the route of the hospital, et cetera. But uh, her birth turned out to be like a very traumatic experience for me where I had to be rushed uh, to the hospital and it was an emergency C-section. I'll spare you guys the details because it's a long story. But, um, and then I truly, I, I truly, of course, believe that every child, again, is born the way they want to be born. It's not up to me to decide how they want to come into this world. They decide for themselves. So I strongly believe that. But still, there's that attachment of how I had envisioned this birth to take place, right? So being a manifestation teacher, I strongly also believe that you let go of your attachment and you surrender, right? You have a vision, but the universe has its own way of bringing that to life. And for me, I feel like this was the experience that I had to go through in order for me to level up in my own spiritual journey. I had to go through all of that. And with that uh, traumatic birth experience and whatever my body went through in a span of like less than 24 hours, um, there came a lot of uh, physical ailments for me that was uncovered. So last year became all about me trying to get myself back to like, feeling better, not feeling pain and whatnot, right? I, I, I truly feel like my body shut down in so many different aspects when I heard the word that, hey, you have to go through a C-section right now. Mm. Where I, I was envisioning a home birth, right? Mm -hmm. A water birth for this baby girl. And then when I heard the word emergency C-section, my body and mind, I think they kind of shut off. And that caused a lot of things that followed after that. That resistance. So last year was all about... Yeah. Yeah. So last year we came all about healing myself. And in the middle of all of this, we were also thinking that we will move to California during her pregnancy. And one of the things that I was saying is it's not up to me or my husband if we are going to move this year. This was 2021. She's going to decide where she wants to be born. If she wants to be born in Washington, she will be born here. If she wants to be born in California, she'll be born there. Right. So she chose Washington. <laughs> we didn't end up moving uh, then. But last year, um, Come March, April, I told my husband, I know I'm still dealing with a lot of my own physical issues and she's still two, three months old, but I feel like we should just move. We'll make it happen. We should just move because I feel like this is the perfect time for us to move. He's like, are you actually sure? Because he knows I come up with these crazy ideas, but there's something behind it. So he stands behind, but he's like, are you sure we can do this? Because there's so much going on. You know, we have a five-year-old, she's still three months old and moving across uh, states it's still going to be a lot of work and uh, you're still recovering there's a lot for you to unpack and uncover and overcome and like no I feel like that's actually going to help me with everything that I'm dealing with so I chose I made a conscious decision to put my business on the sidelines right I did not enroll new clients I didn't come up with any new programs I'm like for me tending to myself and my baby girl right now is the most important. If I'm not a 100%, if I can't get myself there, then I won't be my 100% when I'm doing something for other people, right? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So it was a conscious decision of putting everything on the sidelines and focusing on myself and our move. And my goal was like helping our family move and helping us settle down here. And um, our goal also last year was we wouldn't own any homes. So we own a home in Washington. The idea was we would sell our home there, move here to California and rent a home. The universe had other plans. One, we didn't end up selling our home in Washington and we moved here and in two weeks time, we decided to buy this place that we are in right now. So we went from not wanting to own any homes to owning two homes right now, again. all intuition right again one fine day I told my husband when we were we were about to start so we were at a temp accommodation last year when we moved to California and we were about to go start looking for you know rental places and I told my husband you know what I think we should just go check out homes to see (laughs) if we want to buy he's like what is going on (laughs) it's a wild ride when you're living on intuition isn't it Uh, so yeah, in two weeks time, like finding a home in California is not an easy feat for those who know uh, California markets and whatnot. And we've just been here, right? We've just moved here. We don't know anything. We don't know the neighborhoods that we want to live in. Nothing. Yes, of course, we've visited California multiple, multiple times in the past, but it's different when you want to live somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. So told so my husband, let's go ahead and, you know, uh, check out homes. And we came and looked at a few places. In two weeks time, we went from not even having a fair inkling of uh, buying a home to actually owning a home. So yeah, intuition led me there too. And when I said set point or, you know, I need to break out of my plateau is because I had put my business on the back burner. Now it's about getting back into the zone. And also I've evolved so much as a person in the last one and a half, two years myself, right? And we are always constantly evolving. So the things that got me excited two years ago don't get me excited as much now so it's different things so now it's about hey how am I going to share the same thing that I'm so excited about in the way that lights me up right now not in the way that I did two years ago right so I'm finding that balance for myself as I try to figure out coming back to like and also you're pretty much dead on all the social media platforms when you go away for like a year right algorithms think you don't exist anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's a game. I, I just go, here's a nice thing. And I'm not going to worry about it because it's, it's a lot to think about. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, but it's also really powerful when you when you show up for sure. But yeah. I'm sure you won't have much problem once you decide and manifest that next level, it's going to, yeah. it's going to pop right up. So, yeah. so I drew, I drew a few cards for you if you'd like me to share, um, hopefully to get yes. you inspiration. I think what you have to say. <laughs> Very good. Well, you're in a space of really um, finding your personal power again and finding, you know, it's interesting when you give birth and you have traumatic birth, that core, you know, the wounding to your core can happen because you've given up your energy and your time and your physical um, balance for a short time for for that pregnancy and for that new child coming in. And so you're, it's almost like your core is building itself back up. I'm seeing like almost like how the superheroes, they're like suits will heal and mend and they're growing, but it takes that time. And as you're doing this, um, anything you can do to start understanding the subconscious uh, mind and nervous system and how it relates to um, how the manifestation process works. Um, I feel that when you're sitting still like you are, you might experience some anxieties or some 
some concerns or overthinking that you wouldn't normally experience when you're moving. And so it's really kind of dealing with that. And, and you mentioned actually that, um, and it didn't come up, but that you have been told that you have some psychic gifts and some spiritual gifts that you haven't really tapped into. I feel like this time is, is kind of asking you to do that. Um, but in a grounded way, it doesn't have to be in a woo-woo way where you put the crystal ball up and whatever, no offense to crystal balls, but <laughs> it can be your way. And so coming out of a time of finding your unique rhythm and how who you are as a coach and a, and a healing tool in the world, you know, this time that you've had to spend is is definitely divine timing. And it's teaching you to kind of hone in even more on your intuition than you were before. So this like sharpening, sharpening the the intuitive vision, so to speak. Um, and I feel like being a mother to a, a, a feminine energy is also a part of that. Has you have you felt that that coming up for you and how you said she's your teacher, but also energetically, you're feeling yeah. more intuitive and more in alignment with cycles and the moon and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, she she was the one that I needed for me to up level on my spiritual journey and you're spot on there. Everything that you just mentioned is like um, is what I've been also pondering on uh, more and more in uh, towards my next steps. And I, for me, uh, the way I look at it is like I have this vision, but I also leave that vision to float up above in the ethers and let the universe say, "This is how it's going to come to fruition." Right? And I have experiences, especially because I've experienced this firsthand that. My visions have come true, but not in the way that I ever anticipated, but in a much larger, much better way that I didn't know of at that time. Like, for example, my husband, I didn't know that there were all of these other things that I needed in my partner. There uh, he is. And the same with my baby girl, too. And even with my business, like 2019, the intention that I set was this is not it, but I never anticipated that it was going to be a completely different route where I'd be doing what I do today, right? So I leave that vision up to the universe to bring to life in the way that the universe thinks best and um, the highest good of everybody. Oh, I love that. Highest and best for all concern. Yeah. And, and just as you move forward, the biggest challenge here is the setting the, the new intention and that you've gone through a lot of a lot of change. I've got my wind card, which signifies change. Um, and the eagle says you've got to set your intention to get past this kind of set point and do it with balance. Um, the old you may have kind of gone um i don't know this term is not my favorite term but i'm hearing it balls to the wall like i'm just gonna get it done i'm just gonna go 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 and now it's about balance and motherhood and also serving all these other purposes that that have shown up and also just feeling good and and, and understanding your energy levels are different now as you as you grow into the mother years um, and your intuition is going to be a big part of that, uh, bringing new opportunities in because you're going to get, again, sharpened to where you're like, all right, turn left instead of right, or let's do this at that time, not that time. And then you run into the right person or you have the right conversation that gives you that aha moment. Because yeah. as you're learning your tr new truth, you're having to sacrifice, you know, kind of some of the things you've wanted to happen. But just remember, it is just a time of preparation and you're getting there. And once you feel it, you'll speak it. And that's when things are going to start kind of coming together. Yeah, you nailed it. You pretty much nailed it. Right? <laughs> For me, there's so much of my own learning and uh, on this path of inner growth has been about letting go of the masculine that I held on to. Right. I was like type A personality. I, I, I still catch myself 
falling into that old pattern, right? And just the go, go, go. I can get anything done. Just, you know, I just put my focus and efforts there. And uh, I've had to unlearn a lot of that to say that I want this to be easy. I want this to be flowing through me, not forcefully, right? I just want it to flow. And that's kind of like you're saying, right? Uh, is what I have learned in the last few years. And I see a huge difference. And that's why I get even more excited to help people understand that, you don't have to do it the old way that we've been taught mm-hmm. to do anymore, right? We it can doesn't all have to be a fight. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I love the cards that you pulled for me. They're spot on. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. And thanks so much for sharing your light today. It's been lovely talking to you. Ah, same here. Thank you for having me and uh, having me share a bit of my story. And it's always nice to revisit my past and see where I was and how far I've come and to be able to share that with other people, hopefully uh, to inspire them to go on their own journeys and explore more of what life has to offer for them. Oh, wonderful. And I, I know that you've done that today. So yeah, again, <laughs> so grateful for your presence and the connection. Yeah, thank and- you so much, Molly, for having me. You're welcome. And where can people find you online if they'd like to learn more about you? Yeah, my um, coaching practice is called Passion, Purpose, Passport. I always say this. My passion is for me. My purpose is what I do for others, the impact that I make in the world. And the passport is both because I'm a travel and lifestyle blogger and also on the path of life coaching. It's me helping you find that path to yourself back home. Love it. I love it. Yeah, I noticed that about perfect passion, purpose, passport. So there you go, folks. Check her out. And thank you guys for listening. We will catch you next time. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.